Like, laughter is good for the soul. It's like a medicine. Yes, yes, yes. And we love to laugh, right? So, okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We honor you and we bless your holy name. We thank you for this time of Matters of the Heart Singles Ministry on tonight as we culminate. I'm hearing the echo. As we culminate and reflect on what we've done for 2022, looking forward to what we're going to do for 2023. Father, we ask that you bless each and every one of us. We ask that you bless the hearers that whatever is said tonight will edify and build someone up or cause them to want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Father, we thank you and we bless you now. We ask that you cover the airways with the blood of Jesus so that the sound will go out, Father God, and that the clarion call will go out and their hearts will be pricked and minds will be transformed. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for healing, deliverance, and we thank you for you being the awesome God that you are. We bless you and we honor you now. In Jesus' mighty name, we say amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, Maggie, I appreciate the prayer. Amen. We all do. And um, anytime you pray, it's always a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So it's so glad to see everybody. Uh, Brother Robert, Brother Renee, Sister Renee, sorry. Yeah, yeah, get that right Renee. out. Not a book. Okay. <laughs> Sister Renee, uh, uh, Sister Maggie, and uh, what's your brother's name, Maggie? Oh, Jerome. Jerome, brother I Jerome. I said Jerome in the house. <laughs> okay, we're getting started early. But look, y'all, welcome to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio broadcast. Today's broadcast is, of course, it's Matters of the Heart. Man, I, and it's been an awesome year. It's going to be a year of so many things that's going on, so many guests that's coming on. So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about that and everything. So I'm excited. You know, I'm excited about everybody that's here and even those that's on a, their way and everything. So um, again, Meg, I want to thank you for that awesome prayer. So how's everybody doing? Let's start from there. How's everyone doing? Great. Great. Wonderful. Wonderful. All one word. Okay. <laughs> Robert, give me two words, man. <laughs> Absolutely splendid. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, boy. I like that. So, again. Um, How are you doing? Oh, I didn't speak for myself. I'm yeah. doing good. All is well. All is well, man. All that is was well. two words. All is well. I gave you three. <laughs> It was the right. same word, so it don't count. <laughs> well, you said how it was. So you said all is well. Okay. I am very well. Okay. Wow. This could be one of those Fridays. Okay. Come on, this is closing it out for the new year. We got to have some fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, just bear with me for a few minutes. I'm doing some signing in. But talk to me. What's up? I haven't seen you guys talk to you guys since last month. You know, it's been a while. What's up? What's up? Let's see. What's up? Renee, we'll let you start. Yeah, Renee. <laughs> well, first of all, I apologize for not being on last month and the previous month. I just, I don't know. I just, you know, anyway. But I'm down here with my cousin. I'm in Richmond now. 
Oh. And I will be fully relocated by the end of the year. Oh, you relocated? Yes. Well, good for you. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. How you know I want everybody to know where I was located at? No, just I kidding. didn't say who my cousin was. I have so many cousins in Richmond. She got other cousins. I wouldn't even think about you. See there? <laughs> you just told on yourself. Because <laughs> I have so many cousins in Richmond. Okay, okay. Good point. I, yeah. I, 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 cousins. My bad. <laughs> you told everybody in Radio Land where you are. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, folks start knocking on yo though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I could say it's been a challenging two weeks. Um, you know, we heard about the young man who committed suicide. But you know, um, when you work in the field of mental health such as myself, you know, you have challenges with people who are like doing self-harming or depressed or, you know experiencing those things so you know having to have to call a crisis for people you know it's hard because it takes a lot out of you you know and you don't always get to say you know you want to tell them about Jesus but you know unless they mention the Lord you really can't say anything Mm -hmm. you know I'll be trying to get it in there but you know I say a prayer for them so um, I say that to say this, you know, because this is the time of year that people are struggling with depression or whatever other, other, you know, mental health diagnoses they may have. Let's just be mindful. And I don't think, let me say this, let's just be mindful that we do need to pray and intercede for them. That's one thing. The second thing is, I don't kind of bothers me that we wait till stuff like this happen to say, oh, we need to pray. Like if we in tune with the Holy Spirit, we should know the prayer for uh beforehand. Mm-hmm. Maybe just some of this stuff could have been averted had we been, you know, on our intercessory jobs. And I'm talking about myself as well. So I just want to throw that out there. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That's it. You want me to say something else? I mean, didn't you have a monumental event? Like what? Four days ago? My birthday! Yes! 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 Happy belated birthday! Thank yeah. you! And you guys had a birthday too. Happy belated birthday to you guys! Happy birthday! My birthday was on the eleventh. It was Sunday. When was yours, Robert? The sixth. Oh, oh my gosh, we share the same birthday, but I think we talked about that. And isn't and... that amazing that y'all say the same birthday? <laughs> we sure do. We talked about that. Happy birthday, Robert. Robert don't laugh. Happy at birthday, me. Renee. Yeah. Don't laugh at me. Robert happy laugh happy at me. birthday, y'all December babies. Yes. The best <laughs> they have. Boy, when it's all cold and everything. So my birthday was actually full circle. You want to know why? Why? I was born on a Sunday. Oh. And then it was on Sunday this year. Oh, so maybe I was born on a Tuesday. <laughs> I was born on a Tuesday, too. Yeah. Okay. So we all went full circle. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if I was born on a Tuesday. I need to look it up. I looked mine up. I was born on a Sunday. I was born on a Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, Wow. 
My bad. I was born on a Wednesday. Oh, you had to go back and research, Robert. Yep, went to Google <laughs> University. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he said Google University. That's funny. That is funny. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Matters of the Hot Singers Ministry. We're just, just kind of go, having a go around right now. And uh, Brother, Brother Robert, I think he was up next, right? Yes. I, I had a birthday. I turned 61. How old? 61. Oh, wow. That's nice. So uh, I'm shaving this stuff off January so I, can look, so I can look 41. That's another story, though. Yeah. 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 If y'all guess my age, I may say something nice. I know your age. I know. Then you don't, then y'all not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know your age, in a way. Everybody yeah. don't know my age. I think everybody on this line know your age. No, they do not. See, okay, one out of four. <laughs> one out of three. What you said, Jerome? Oh, I thought he said something. He got knocked off. Okay. Yeah, but ain't no way. I didn't I have a. What made me say I said Jerome? Uh, you call him the wrong name. <laughs> That's not the wrong name. That's his name. Okay. All right. But um, anyway, y'all, since we just talking and everything, um, I, you know, I don't really have anything um, new to report. It's just good to be uh, with the family and uh, to see you guys' face. So, I mean, everything is good. No issues. Everything is right as well. Did anybody notice anything different about Ray? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. He uh shaved. Yes. Okay. He shaved all. I'm next, Ray. You next. And, it, and, it, and it's handsome. He looks very, very handsome. He looks very distinguished. Yes, he does. Yes. Um, but he's always been handsome. Okay, in a way. That's because <laughs> that's her cousin, y'all, but she she right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh, yeah. so other than other than that, that's it. He hate when people talk about him. The attention is on him. He can't take it. Well, I guess it, anyway, it not good. even going to respond to that, man. But um, anyway, hey, Ray, how about those Eagles? What about them? They ain't played no better. You really want to talk about they this on the air? Slaughtered the Giants. Time. My pole Next Giants. Time. My huh? pole Giants. They slaughtered my pole giants. You really want to talk about this over there? They ain't really played the bad. They got the easy schedule in the whole NFL. Okay. Yeah. Next Sunday. Next Sunday, um, we're playing somebody that almost lost to a team that only won one game off last year. So, yeah. Next Sunday, Ray. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. I'm ready. Next Sunday is Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. My Later. student couldn't wait to see me on Monday. He was like, we slaughtered y'all. <laughs> <laughs> And he's uh, only in the second grade. Like, here we go. He's short. He's short in every day. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut yeah. up. Here we are not. I was talking about the student, not you. You were talking about the team. I know you are. <laughs> okay. All I'm right. still faithful to my Giants. Whatever. Okay. Well, somebody ought to need to be. So, But anyway, um, the thing is that when I went back and I, I looked at it. a little sarcasm. Me? Nah. When I went back and I looked back 
over the year, uh, the different guests that have come on and everything, and uh, you guys can sort of like give me some input how you feel about this year. We had like one, two, three, four, about five. Uh, Maggie was right about the young man. We had five guests, five different sets of guests, well, a total of two, four, six, eight guests, but on five different segments, I think that's what it was. And then we also got a talk, chance to talk about the five love languages, uh, resources, and health. We talked about um, this year um, the book by Rainey Howard. I think we did a series, You Are Enough. Um, we t- talked about red flags and and, and absence and first date. <laughs> we talked about I had a lot of different subjects. And some of the people that came on was um, uh, Pastor Bernice and Teresa Barrows. Okay. And um, uh, Martha Young, that came on talk about depression and, and uh, what she went through with abuse, domestic, domestic violence, violence. Mm-hmm. and everything, and especially what's going on right now with um, the, what happened to the young man. We might have, have to talk a little bit about that, too, because there are so many people that are hurting, even during this time of years, that have lost loved ones. So we don't want, we want to make sure that we address all of that. Then we had Dana else come on and talk about financial literacy. And um, we had uh, Pastor Gloria Deacon, Clarence Cunningham, Cunningham come on. I think that during that time, they, we did uh, two couples on one broadcast. And we looked at, I think, one had been married for 15 years and other 40 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said she can't get in. I just he sent it to her. Unless you had two different links, I just recently. No, I only had one link. Okay. Okay, don't cut me off. I would just uh, let me find it. You go ahead, keep talking. I look for it. Okay. Yeah, there was two. There, I believe there were two different links because the first one I couldn't get on. on. Well, good. That's because uh, Maggie sent uh, another link. That was that link was for a speaker. If y'all read, you will see it said Kim Brooks. Yeah. So there's two. So don't don't <laughs> act like I did another link. Oh boy! All right. For those that are listening on Facebook, I I, I want to thank you. We you know, I'm just glad to have you and everything like that. So do uh, see a few people in the chat. Okay. So we're gonna. Working on uh, yeah, because uh, I have people trying to get on too, and they're telling me that they're having a hard time getting on. Why? It's the same link that you guys got. Everybody else got on. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try it from my phone and see what happens. Yeah. Okay, but like I said, dude. So we had a lot. I mean, when I look back and I saw some of the different things that went on this year with uh, with the ministry, Matters of the Heart, we had a lot of different guests. We talked about a lot of different topics. Some I'm waiting of, for you to let me in. You're waiting for me to let you, let you in? I don't see you. Okay, so you it says raise personal meetings, so you might have you might have missed the links up. Okay. All right. Okay. All you have to do is go to that green check mark and it is give you the link. 
Let me copy it. Let me hold a minute. Hold a minute. Hold a second. I got it. I got it. I'm putting it in um, the group. So did I. Oh, wait, somebody's in the waiting room. Did you? No. Oh, okay. All right. So let me just do that. See, this is why I need I need another uh <laughs> another host, man. Uh, somebody help me with stuff like that. You can make me a co-host. Okay. All right. Buzz Bays. Who's Buzz Bays? Welcome. Could you introduce yourself, please? Maybe not. All right. Okay. All right. Again, I'm, y'all, I'm sorry about the tech difficulty. We are. Okay, there's hope. We are still trying to work out the kinks. I don't think a lot of men have been my fault. Thanks, Maggie. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, there's hope. So good to see you. Oh, your hair looks so cute. Thank you. I like it. Yeah. I'm still at work. We're having our Christmas party. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I said you was something with work. I said that. (laughs) Right. But um, everybody. Oh, everybody's fine. We went around and tried to figure out where it's better. So we know you had a Christmas party, but how's it been going? We haven't seen you over the month. So what's up? Everything is going really good. Um, I know we were going over the the entire year. What what um? We what didn't topic? get into that yet. That's why he's asking you about. Oh, what? okay. <laughs> every, you, we need you to stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, right now we're just talking about how everybody's doing, and then we were waiting, and then we want to dive into what we're going to. So. Tell us how things have been going with you. Anything new, things like that. You see, you have a glow. Oh, um, no, everything's going well. Um, uh, everything's fine with the job. Um, well, pray for my mother in Christ. She's going through and her daughter's uh, going. Uh, my niece is doing well. She's doing very well. Um, okay. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Everybody looks great. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. So, So, go ahead. ahead. You first. (laughs) No, I was gonna. (laughs) So basically, you was talking about what some of the topics we we were we covered for the year. So after that, did you want us to like interject on any particular part, or did you want to ask a question? Yeah, I did want to ask a question. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, you guys talked to me, which, um, I mean, there was so much, and I know I don't know whether it's a favorite, number, but which one caught your eye or caught your interest more so than anything with the different broadcasts that we had over the year? Let me just go back to tell you some of the titles that we had. Uh, like, again, we had Dana Elster talk about our future help. Martha Young talked about domestic violence. Uh, then we talked about uh, Are You Enough with Rainey Howard. 
Then we had pastors Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson. And and I'm not exactly sure where they had a particular topic in mind. And so the, but they, well, they talked about dating. Yes, they did. They, they did about talk about dating. Yeah, relationships, I, I yes. Right. Okay. And then we had the uh, uh, Pastor Barrow, Bernice and, and Teresa Barrows, along with Pastor Gloria and Deacon Cunning, Clarence Cunny, come on to represent our different couples uh, as, as far as how long they've been married and together and how they met. And that was good. I mean, so talk to me. Which one did you really appreciate? Or... I'm going to let y'all go first, then I go. The last one, I really enjoyed hearing about, you know, um, how marriage worked for them and, you know, before they got married, the things that they did. And I mean, it was the one thing that um, I I can't remember what was the name of the pastor when he said. Burroughs, Pastor Burroughs. Was he the one who said it's like going backwards? When, when you're focusing on what happened in the past and that stayed in my mind, you know, we, we, we can't look at what happened in past relationships, the negative things and carry it into a new relationship. What happened then is what happened. Then that was a whole different person. You was a whole different person. And as we grow, the people that we're going to allow in our lives should also have grown. They should be at a level where we are. If we're going to continue to stay where we are and we're scared and we're frightened, that's what we're going to attract. And we're always going to attract the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And we end up right back in that spot. So that really, that really resonated. And um, I got a lot out of that one. All of the couples, I really got a lot out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Just hearing their stories and hearing how long they have been together you know the testimony in itself especially in this day and time right and then (laughs) thinking Cunny has so much wisdom (laughs) the Cunnies has so much wisdom like we definitely have to get them back for 2023 um I think for me what mostly stood out I enjoy everybody of course (laughs) but I think and I'm laughing because Samika and um, Eric, Eric yeah. are funny. They were hilarious. And I really enjoyed their transparency because they really shared what was like, what would their struggle was when they, in their marriage, what almost led them to divorce, right? Then they got an opportunity to actually like really speak into all of our lives to encourage us as singles. I think that's really important because sometimes you get discouraged, right? in this walk. So I think when they, when the Lord allowed them to minister to each and every one of us individually, I thought that was powerful in itself. Um, I appreciate Dana because, um, you know, just trying to like be, you know, being single and navigate and, you know, when you have that single family income, something sometimes stuff can get challenging, right? So just her giving us advice on savings and how to invest it, not really invest, but well, it was kind of investing when she was talking about the different um, insurances, right? It was life insurance or something like that, that we never thought that, oh, if you get this policy, you can later on borrow off it or cash it out, you know, and, and gain dividends or whatever the case is. So just the wealth of information for finances, I thought was very, very important. I also enjoyed um, 
Martha Young, you know, she had a powerful testimony of how she survived domestic violence. You know, um, you know, she gave us an inside view. Okay. All right. We lost Maggie's mute. We lost Maggie's Huh? Okay. So I'm carrying on. Uh, Robert, did you want to go next or you good? Yeah, I think if, if I were to narrow it down to one, it would have been um, Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika um, talking to us about, about marriage and just their overall transparency, um, not only about the relationship, but just being themselves and not mm -hmm. trying to... Um, 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 the term escapes me right now. They were just their authentic selves. They right. they didn't, you know, try to be uppity or they were just themselves. Right. So that that did a lot for me as far as um, reminding me that who I am is who I am, and I don't have to try to be like someone else or or act like someone else. I could just be my authentic self. So yeah, that's that's what um, stuck out to me the most. Besides their the dynamic that dynamics of singleness and marriage, um, just them being the them their authentic selves and presenting themselves just as who they are, and not how they wanted us to perceive them. Yeah, well, I I agree with, and for me when I looked at the the many things topics and everything that we have talked about, it was pretty hard. To, for, to pick out one, but um, I mean, I really love the, the zeal and everything with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson, but I like the idea that we brought the couples together too, you know, and you got a perspective from from the beginning to the end on how they uh, related it and everything to, to together, and I also like the idea with the white magazine where Dana came and talked about uh, finances and then fin financial um, literary, literacy, I mean, financial lit literacy, um, especially now, especially now in this day and season and we live in. So, okay. All right. So I was glad about that and everything. And um, I got to mention Martha, Martha Young. She said a lot of different things uh, when she was giving his testimony and about domestic violence and all those things. So, we just have to get to a point where, um, especially again during this season, I keep her because a lot of people, it's been proven a lot of people uh, get depressed or lonely during this, this season. And we, uh, the death of the young man really uh, touched a lot of people because nobody saw it happening. But what most of us do anyway is we wear faces, we wear masks. Um, to protect us because we don't want anybody to know or whatever and stuff. So there's been a lot of, of so many different objects uh, um, that was I've talked about uh, in 2022, and I'm looking for even more in 2023. Amen. So I'm I'm grateful to have an opportunity to even just talk with people that I never talked with before and uh, with this, and I'm also grateful with you guys, man. Okay, that's Maggie. She's back. Amen. 
And um, I'm also grateful with you guys, um, how you have hung in there and stayed stayed in there and um, and participated in the, in the discussions and things like that. So I'm awesome. I'm glad for that. Okay. Miss um, Renee, we're going to come back to you, Maggie. Um, I think that, oh, I'm sorry. So a couple of things that really stood out to me was I too enjoyed the transparency of um, the couple. I'm so sorry, I just drew a blank on their name. But the one thing that stood out with me is that they were on the brink of divorce. <clears throat> and I think it stood out to me because so many Christians, and, and I'm, I'm not even going to talk about the world, but so many Christians are getting divorced. And the sad part is that you have people who have been married for 20, 30, 40 years, and they're getting divorced. And I, it's so disheartening because these are people who are so, you know, in the Lord. And I think the thing with, um, with them that really uh, stuck with me is that they allowed the Lord to mend their relationship. And so that it was even better. It's better now than what it was before then. Um, so right at the brink of it, it just, it's, it's like the Lord came in and started dealing with both of them. And they were so in a position where they yielded to what the Lord was saying and doing that it saved their marriage. So that really stuck with me. And I can't remember if they were the same couple or if it was the, I think it was the Burroughs who talked about, um, you know, taking on the roles in the marriage that best suit you versus the traditional roles. Whereas the traditional roles, the woman is supposed to cook, the woman is supposed to clean, the woman is supposed to um, do all of the household things. But it may not necessarily be that because if the man is better at cooking, then why should a why should a marriage follow what tradition says and say, well, you need to cook, although um, the man is the better. He's the one who enjoys cooking, even if he enjoys cleaning the house or washing the clothes or doing those things. Um, then let him do it. it. There's no rule that says that a woman has to do those things. And that really stood out with me, too, because. Um, so many times you find people trying to fit into that mode of what's traditional, what's expected, but you have to do in a marriage, you have to do what's best for your marriage and you fit in the roles there. If the woman is better at the finances, then why let the man keep the books? You know, why let the husband keep the books if the wife is better at the finances and managing the books, the, the, the bank books and the, the, all of that, then let her take that role on. So those those stood out a lot with me. Okay. Okay. We're back with you, Miss Maggie. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Did you finish? I'm on the computer. Yeah, yeah, we have problems hearing you on this end too. So we'll wait till your computer's back ready. Okay. All right. Okay. So I mean, um, um, like I said, that 
it's um, just so much, I mean, that I think we gleaned from each other and uh, just listening and agreeing. Again, I go back to the, uh, I hear some echo in the back. I'm, I'm going to go back into You Are Enough, which was a book that uh, we was reading for a while. And uh, some of the things that were said in, about the book. And, uh, you know, I think this year for me has been um, a definitely more than just a year reflecting as far as being single, but um, also a year of having a desire with being comfortable being single and wanting more of a, of a chance to get a, have a closer uh, walk with, with, with God. And again, I'll go back to, I mean, Eric and Tamika, man, they, but Eric is crazy in a way. So yeah, I'm putting, yeah, he's, <laughs> he yeah. is, man. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, so I don't know what anyone had, had an opportunity to watch their marriage takeover. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, that the kitchen, whatever they do and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, when I, I say crazy, I say crazy because Hope gave me that look. I say Hope, Hope, I say crazy in a good way, okay? He's just a lot of fun. He's always been that way. And they, they both are very transparent about their relationship. And to know that they did almost what was ready to divorce. But uh, they came together as one, you know. Uh, same thing with um, some of the other couples that was on and everything like that. And the most people that we had on had... If you go back and you listen to the replays of them, almost all of them, everyone have gone through something major in life, you know, but it was God that brought them through, whether it was uh, divorce, whether it was abuse and everything, whether it was that 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 um, mental thing that, hey, the man has got to be the man and the, <laughs> the old-fashioned way of thinking that, hey, I'm the man and you do what I say, do you know, and stuff like that. Even me, I thought like that one time. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. It did not work. It did not work, man. You know, I, I it just didn't work at all, you know. It took me years to get past that that mindset. Look, dude, you hitting your head up against the wall. You're not going to win this battle. <laughs> You're not going to win this battle. But thank God for grace. Amen. But come, come on, y'all talk. I don't want to be the only one talking today. When, when you said crazy, I, I figured it meant sense of humor. Huh? I'm sorry. It's a lot going on here. Okay. <laughs> Somebody went out the back door and set the alarm <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know if anybody could hear it. I was about to mute my phone. <laughs> oh, no, no. We could hear it. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I was saying something. I'm sorry. Um, For some reason, my computer just shut down on its own. <laughs> so I don't know. But um, I was talking about Dana, right? I think that was the last thing I was talking Dana, about. Dana, yes. Yeah. And having that um, balance, having an understanding of how important it is to manage your money effectively you know and what investments to make I think she came with a lot of information that was very helpful you know especially if you want to like buy property save money you know invest I thought that was very helpful um I know who it was Martha Young mm-hmm. her testimony was very powerful um like I said she gave us like an in-depth of what the mind of an abuser looks like or abusee looks like um, cause she was able to share 
why she stayed in it, what, you know, the mental things that she had to face before she can actually come to realization that she needed to get out. You know, because a lot of times it's like, why the person stay in that relationship where they're going to treat you like they treat me like that. But she actually gave us an understanding as to why people actually stay in a relationship longer than they should, you know, um, as opposed to trying to get the help that they need so they can get out. Um, her, like I said, her testimony was very, very powerful. And I hope that, you know, those who were listening was able to walk away. And if someone that was struggling with that same situation had enough strength to walk away from that relationship to save their own life. Um, I just want to touch on a little bit, because I think everything um, that we did was pretty good. You know, I always love talking about the five love languages. I think it's important that we know how to communicate our love to each other, you know, to, to your family or significant other, whichever. I think that's really, really important. And I also, also, also love the book, You Are Enough. Because as singles, especially if you've never been married or if you've been divorced and, and still waiting to find that significant other, and it seemed like it's taken a long time, that book was very helpful to give you an understanding on how to work on you, really, you know, and what to look for when you're ready to date again and get put yourself out there. You know, sometimes you don't, sometimes people feel like they're not enough. You know, sometimes, you know, you have the, like I tell my students, they have those negative conversation about themselves and sometimes people do. So I think that book was really, really good in helping in that area. We didn't get to go all the way through the book, but we got enough out of it to get an understanding of what she meant with her title, You Are Enough. Mm-hmm. So that's my my take on it. I'm looking forward to 2023. I already have an idea for somebody, but... <laughs> But go ahead. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Did Robin go yet? Yeah, Robin already went. Okay. I missed it. Yeah. Okay, you gotta you gotta recap, Robert. What did you talk about? His was that <laughs> short. That's why you missed it. It was That's, that short. <laughs> Robert, they putting you out there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maggie, you know what they say. You had to be there. No. <laughs> You're not getting away with that. He said, watch the replay. Yeah. No, he said you had to be there, but I know that was next. <laughs> exactly. That's all right. I'll watch the replay. No problem. Um, That's funny. You know, I'm just excited. You know, I think, and you know, Ray, I haven't discussed this with Ray yet as being the um, the lead of this. You know, he tried to drop it in my lap. It's, it's all of us. All of us. Anyway, I was thinking maybe it's possible if we know others who would like to also join this platform of discussions, because I think it would be good to have, you know, others. Okay. Part. All right. So if you know anybody who's interested <laughs> and is consistent... We need consistent people. I I don't know about someone being on a platform, but let me see. Uh, it's going to be 19 years. I think about 17, 17 years ago. Yeah, it was about 17 years ago. There was a woman who was working here on my job and um, she was talking to me about when she was married and it was 
domestic violence and incredibly violent. This man really did a number on her. So are you and thinking she, of bringing her in for uh, domestic? Because I asked her one time when I was at um, my church out in Queens, mm-hmm. I was trying to start a singles ministry there, but you know, certain ministries. Well, you we can't. know, you know, singles and ministries is frowned upon, right? Because everybody, yes, especially where we came from, hope. Yes, you know, well, you were nothing much. if you were single. Calvary was really good with the singles ministry, but the church that I used to, well, the Calvary, diocese. No, 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 I, I'm sorry, you stand corrected. Calvary was somewhat good with the singles ministry. Well, let me tell you, when I was <laughs> in the other diocese I was in, um, you really, there was no room to do anything really. Okay. So nobody wanted to do anything. Nobody wanted to open up and it just wasn't going anywhere. So when I came to Calgary and we had a singles ministry and um, when you became the president and things started happening, everybody was loving the singles ministry. Everybody Everybody was loving it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And um, we were able to discuss certain things. And I thought about the young lady who had spoken to me about when she was in an abusive relationship, her marriage. And she was talking to me. And so I asked her the question, why did you stay? And she said, let me explain something to you. She said, I can only tell you from my perspective. She said she wanted to prove she was right. You know, because everybody's telling her, leave him, look what he's doing. But she said Mm -hmm. she wanted to prove that she had made the right choice. And that's why she stayed. It wasn't because she was scared. It wasn't because she felt she had nowhere to go. It was just she needed to prove she was right. And that's why she stayed it. And plus she felt she loved him. So you know, she was, and when I sat there and I listened to her in her honesty. Yeah. And I said, okay, see, I, I, I'm getting it because I don't understand it. I, I, I don't understand someone harming me day in and day out and me allowing it and knowing that I can leave. It, it's not like I'm in a country where this is just a normal practice and there's nothing um, odd about it. The police aren't going to do anything about it because that's just how it is. You have family that's helping you. And a lot of these women have family that's helping them and they don't want the help. And I hear all of these women, so many of them saying, they don't know what to do and there's no one to help them. And this is the story you want to tell people, but the majority of you have family that's trying to get you out and you keep telling us, go away. You know, and when she broke it down and she said that she had family, but she, she, you know, pushed her family away. She separated herself from her family. It wasn't the man that says, oh, you're not going to see your family anymore. You're not going to see your friends anymore. You can't tell me what I'm going to do. You can't. You can't tell me what I'm going to do. If you say it and I allow you to do it, it's still my choice. So it's their choice. It's so easy to just throw it on a man. You're the one that's that's the horrible person in your duty, but you're saying in it. And nobody wants to take accountability for the part they play. The women want to just say, oh, we're the victim. Listen, you're staying there and you don't have to. And well, the women, see, Hope, a lot of them don't want to take accountability for that. 
and that that's her that's her story what she told you but even in her telling you that and i'm sorry to cut you off because we have we are live on facebook and i want people to understand where you're coming from that's her story right that's what she shared with you remember what um yvonne young was talking about right young her last name was young remember what she was talking about how she stay in it now a lot of times people are fearful now she said she wasn't but she was you know why she was because she was afraid of what they would have said had they had known that they were right that's still fear it's a different type of fear right but it's still fear okay so her saying that to you again that's her part of her story you have to realize, unless you have walked in these people's shoes, and it's funny because this month at work, I've been teaching on empathy, right? And so empathy is basically putting yourself in someone else's shoes, right? Understanding what they're feeling and what they're going through, right? Unless we've actually walked in their shoes and, and can really understand, we can say these women or even some men, because men go through domestic violence, okay? Which is, you know, they don't, it's not a big statistics on it because it's, go unreported however we can never say that indefinitely that a person should have just got walked away if you because first of all you got to look at finances where they're living families say a whole lot but when it comes down to taking care of somebody and their kids they're not going to be there trust to no. know they may be there for a season but that's it okay so it's that's a whole thing but that sounds good. If we can get her to come on and share on, and what's that? October, the mess around this month. If we could get her in to share, because we love to hear different stories and di- different testimonies as to how people came out of something, that would be great. But I think we still need to tread lightly or on the side of caution when we said these people can get out of stuff because we don't know. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said that you have to, they also have to take accountability as well. You can't just say it's only one side. It's two sides because it's two people involved. There's two people involved. You can't just say it's the man. And I was speaking to Ray about what makes a man become abusive. I remember one time asking somebody a question. I said, do you feel these men resent these women for allowing them to do that? What is going on in their mind? And, and Ray, I researched it. I couldn't find one man that would, that spoke about how. They're not. <laughs> it's like. First of all, it's a cycle. Any man who will own up to, yeah, I, I became a monster because that's how you're acting. You're acting like a monster beating this woman like this. I couldn't find not one. It has to be. It has to be someone, some man out there who maybe it was written years ago. I don't know, but showed or or spoke about why they did what they did. So then you're not. So basically, maybe it's the search that you're doing, because one thing when we're doing research is how we word something in order to get the answers we're looking for right so your search your search may need to be behind the mind of a domestic violence abuser or you know what i looked up that one the mind of a domestic 
abuser. I looked at why do men, I, I tweaked it in so many different ways trying to find it. I said, next, I'm going to go to the library and I'm going to well, see. Well, that's probably, yeah, that probably be the next thing, but, but you're very rarely going to get someone <laughs> who's going to actually come out and tell you why they did what they did, unless it was a person who has been delivered yeah. and use it as a testimony to help others. Okay. Like for instance, Keith, he wrote the book on from Gigolo to Jesus and he slept with over 300 women. He'll tell you what was in his mind and what he was thinking when he did those things, right? Mm-hmm. So very rarely you're going to find that. Robert, you want to say something, God. I don't know. I can't picture the, the people's faces or their names, but I've seen a couple on a couple of occasions, men on interviews who have stated that they were physically abusive to women or to their wives because their fathers were physically abusive to That's them. what I wanted to say, yes. So it, it, and I think Maggie touched on it before, it's, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's just, well, I can't say it's just like, but it's similar to other um, vices that like, for instance, my, grand, my biological grandfather, was an alcoholic. I can't say that my biological father was an alcoholic, but he did die of sclerosis of the living. Um, I was one that broke that chain. But it's like, if, if we see something consistently as children, we will normalize it and just think it's normal. Just like you might hear some people say, you know, I didn't know we were poor until I met other people in other parts of the city or or other friends that in college that, so if we see something long enough, we'll normalize it and think it's okay. Just like some women stay in, a, some women may stay in abusive relationships because their mother stayed in abusive relationships. Or have so, the, re- go ahead, sorry. So, so it, it's, if we see something long enough and we embrace it, it becomes normal. But getting back to the original statement, I just can't think of the men's face, picture their faces or remember their names. But I've seen a, a couple of interviews where men said, I did it because I said, it's no, they said, it's no excuse, but I did it because I saw my father do it and my mother didn't resist it. She didn't never try to leave. So I thought that's just part of relationship. Yeah. And, and that I, I get, but it's, it got to be more than just, I saw it growing up. So I copied it. What is going on in your head? It has to be something. It's deep. a mental disorder. It's, it's, a, it's a mental health disorder. There's, there's an imbalance there. And then you have to remember that people become a product of their environment. Unless you desire to come out of it or come from being what you are used to. Like for instance, my story. I grew up poor, um, foster care system, you know, molested and all kinds of things, right? Now I'm sitting here helping people and I have two master's degrees. I had to make up in my mind to say that I want better for me. I, and mind you, I was a teenage mother, so I had teen pregnancy. That's statistical. You know what I'm saying? So these things that we experience is our mindset. If we want better, we will reach and try to do better for ourselves, but we have to want it. And sometimes it's more effective when you have that one person that was speaking to your life and tell you, you can do something better. 
Everybody don't have that. That's one of the reasons why I became a school counselor, because a lot of people do not have that. I remember being young and, you know, our school counselors, you were behaving problem. They just threw you in the corner. <laughs> okay. You got the tension. They didn't really tell you, you can be better. You can do better. We didn't have that. Now it's, it's involved, evolved and we're getting better with it. But that was, that was what was my driving force to say, you know what? I want to get them when they're young. Let me go back to school. Let me get my degree. Let me become a counselor so I can help rear them and you know steer them in the right direction because you need that one voice you need that person right so that My i mean counselor was a yardstick punishment <laughs> <laughs> when i was in school <laughs> yeah mine too my teacher had rulers this thick with rubber bands and if you moved your hand you got an extra leg <laughs> i remember that so I don't know how we got on that topic, but anyway, <laughs> try to reach out to her and let us know so that we can plan ahead for, um, you know, for 2023. One of the things that I did share in a group that I think we should, there's a young lady on social media. You can follow her. She um, does single celibacy. Her name is Kim Brooks. I don't know if anybody heard of her. I actually um, got introduced to her through um, Apostle Tamara McNair Hicks where she had her on her platform and she talked about singleness and how to be single and save and holy at the same time. This dog is trying to get a hug. And, <laughs> and I thought her story was remarkable and, and the way she has a large following. So I did reach out to her in email and I sent the link to you guys to see if you, this is something that you will want us to do for 2022. I'm 2023 so that we can, um, you know, plan ahead for her and see what, I'm not sure if it's going to cost. I'm, I'm looking into all of that, but I think she would be excellent for our platform. Okay. Et body else. We have a guest on. Would you like to say something? Chris, mm -hmm. would you like to say something? He's muted. I know. Okay. Well, thank you, Sister. Well, was I? I <laughs> thank you. Okay. Okay. Here he is. Here he is. Nothing. I enjoy listening, and I'm really very grateful for being on this platform today. Well, thank thanks you. For thanks for coming. Thank you, sir. All right. So again, um, we just reflecting on the year and uh, talk about different topics and everything. This is what we do. We have fun, but at the same time, uh, we're able to be serious about things because we know that domestic violence is a very serious thing that it just seems like it's getting worse year by year. It's not getting mm -hmm. better. And uh, this is just something we not only got to keep in prayer, but we have to be able to address the issue too. Yes, we need to pray, but we need uh, things of, uh, to go to the next level with the prayer, you know, and it has to start uh, within ourselves, you know. Um, go ahead. I saw your face. I, wanted... like, I thought you were getting to <laughs> the <your> church lately. <laughs> like, excuse me, I got to go. <laughs> I know, right? Let me zip out. I was going to say, what do you guys think? Because this just dropped in my spirit because we focus on so many topics and I think this is also important. What about having single moms and single dads, you know, oh, like, yeah. you know, come in and like 
talk and share you know yeah. i think because your singles comes in so many aspects you have single seniors people who are older and single you have single dads you have single moms and i think it would be important to be able to you know kind of bring that in too because you never know this platform yeah. can help right yeah i agree with that i definitely agree with that anybody else the other thing I thought about, and I get, again, I go back to the young man that committed suicide, and I'm not giving power over to the, the spirit of suicide, but there's definitely a, a cry for help that's going out. And uh, the, what I'm hearing and seeing people say, they, they never would have thought that he would have did anything like that because he was always um, the happy um, dancing, but you don't know what is going on behind closed doors. We don't know what truly happened and stuff like that. So I'm just saying to not all, who of you are that's listening today, you know, I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're, you're feeling and everything like that. I don't know what you're going through, but I want to tell you this, that God wants you to live and not die, okay? That there is a way out, and that way is through Jesus Christ. I want to make sure that we uh, get that part across, not just only for those that are going through depression or, or wanting to commit suicide, but also for those that are going through domestic violence. You know, whatever the, the thing that you're facing, uh, whatever um, storm that you're going through, I don't care whether it's financial, maybe, or your children, or being abused, or whether uh, the, whatever, if you're on the streets, or you're homeless, or whatever the case might be, I still want to, because we still want to come back to one thing, and that's give you Jesus Christ, Amen. okay? Give you Christ, man. And I'm trying not to... I know what it's for personally, and I'm going to say something I, I normally don't say. I know what it's like to go through depression. Okay. I know what it's like from my t own testament right? to want to just die. I've been there. The one that commits suicide, I've been there. I know that feeling, that feeling of hopelessness, of feeling that you're all alone and everything, and feeling like that no one cares and you're by yourself. And when you go outside, when you meet loved ones, you put on a facade. Again, you put on a face and everything because you, you're prideful. And you don't want anybody to see that you're in pain. You don't want anybody to see that you're barely making it. So you laugh and joke and everything. And then when you go back home, you lay in the bed and you just cry. So I'm reaching out for people that are feeling that way. There is hope for you. Okay, don't do yourself any harm, and please also don't do anybody else any harm. Okay, but seek help. There's help there. You know, then I mean, there's the one eight hundred suicide prevention number. There's different kind of all kinds of different help out there to help you through this time and through this season. You don't have to go through it by yourself. You know. You don't have to go. I believe it's just my prayer. I believe that God dispensing dispenses ministering angels in situations like that. But this is still a choice that a person make. You know, whether they uh, have mental illness, because not all people that have mental illness, to me, and I might be not wrong, Maggie, you correct me. Now, all people that have mental illness commit suicide. Okay. 
not all people that have mental illness commit suicide. Some people commit suicide because they they they're just hopeless. They don't see a way out. Right. But I think the world system want to label that and say, well, that's he committed committed um, suicide because he was mentally ill. That's not necessarily true. So people make suicide because they lost a loved one and they just can't figure that they go. And I know this is because this is Christmas and the holiday season, but this is serious stuff, y'all. This is demonic attack. <laughs> this is a minor, this is demonic attack, man. Hey, blessing to you, Brother Ray. Missed you too. This mm-hmm. is demonic attack, man. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and is it, and think about it. I heard somebody say that it's attacking not just the world system, but it's also attacking the church. Oh, yeah. That this that teacher said that there are more preachers, preachers, people that know the word of God that are going through this and committing suicide. Mm-hmm. That know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we have a lot of children. And a lot of children. I mm-hmm. looked at, I saw that today too. I deal with that, you know, the, in the field that I work in. You know, I've had to have... I've had to, in the past, have children admitted in a hospital to, for 72-hour watch so that they would not kill themselves. So yeah. it's, you know, it's sad. Sure. I'm going to say one more thing, and I'm going to get somebody else a chance to talk. Another thing with that, that for me, whenever you go through a traumatic brain or body injury, whether it's heart attack, whether it's the brain, whatever the case, man, all those things come into play, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that can cause someone to have that desire that normally wouldn't even think like that, like that. Right. Okay. So there's different, there's different ways, there's different uh, ways that that to take place. You know, I've seen some of the strongest men I've ever met in my life completely break down. It doesn't care. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you preach on Sunday or uh, how many degrees that you got behind your name and how people love you and like you. If you get to that very dark place, man, you know, the uh, the one person, the, the one person I know that can help you out is Jesus Christ. Jesus. Yeah. You know, especially when we put uh, during this season that we're in now, that we put the world system put so much emphasis on um, gifts and buying this, and there you are. You don't you know where you're gonna get your next meal from, and but you want to go out there and spend for it. I mean, I'm not talking about. I'm just saying the, the the stress of the of the holidays, man, is real. You know, yeah. the stress of the holidays is real. You know, and stuff like that. So I'm just reaching out to, to whoever you are. You know, you can reach me. You can reach me at um, whenchristmaspeak at gmail.com. You can contact us through social media on Facebook, uh, under Madness at the Heart. But reach out to somebody. You know, um, I do know a, f- a few people that I can refer you to and everything like that. But get some help. Don't go through this by yourself. Don't pull the trigger. Don't do it. Stand still and know that God is not finished with you yet. That the expected end has not um, has not ended yet. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Renee. Um, I think Maggie and you both guys said it well. One. Um, we have got to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit 
so that he can let us know when someone around us is going through something, when they're at a moment of depression, when they're at a moment of wanting to give up. And then also this, you know, it is such a demonic attack. It is straight demonic attack and hitting the church very hard. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, I, I was in the church where, oh, we're not supposed to get depressed or we're not supposed to have these kind of go through these type of the feelings. But, you know, when these spirits hit, they don't, they don't, they don't, um, you know, discriminate. They go, especially after those in the church. So I think the cry also should be um, called for those who are um, in the church. Don't feel like you have to keep it to yourself. And I'm just reiterating what you were saying. Don't feel like you have to keep it to yourself. And it's okay if you're going through suicidal moments, if you're going through depression, get help, you know, and, and, and some people will say, well, I can just handle it on my own. Well, the devil wants to isolate you. He wants you to be by yourself so that they can really steadily just beat on you, hound on you, hound on you, hound on you, reach out to somebody, reach out to somebody. And, and, and those who are strong in the Lord have to be so sensitive to the spirit of God that when he's speaking, when he's prompting to speak, when he's prompting us to pray, we got to pray because we never know who we're interceding for. Yeah, thank you for that. I want to add to that too, uh, what, what Renee just said, because that's very, extremely important that you realize that that even though the Holy Spirit would drop somebody's name, you don't necessarily have to go to that person and confront them. Sometimes the right. best prayer that you can do for sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it's just you just pray right then and there in the Spirit. Okay, pray right there, then and there in the Spirit and everything like that. And you don't have to go and tell them, hey, I, I prayed for you. God told me to drop them. I said, they don't need to know all that. Just pray for them. You know, and then God tells you to go lay hands, and that's a different story. Okay? But sometimes <laughs> we, we we step ahead of uh, what God really wants us to do, especially in ministry and stuff, because God doesn't want you always to just go direct with somebody, because because uh, sometimes he just wants you just to intercede. I learned that over the years. That's just right. pray. Mm-hmm. I wake up, I have a dream about somebody. I'm on my knees, man. I'm praying. Yeah. And they they would never, listen, <laughs> they would never know that they're being prayed for. Never know. They would never know, you know? And that's how sometimes you got to be. That's right. That's sometimes you got to be like that, you know? I agree. I, I, I don't have to announce you don't have to announce, hey, I'm praying for you. I'm not knocking anybody if you do that, whatever. But we, said, we don't have to do that. Just pray, especially if you're an intercessor. You should be praying anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. You yeah. should be praying. I, I'm not only praying for me. I can only speak for myself. I'm not only praying for that person, but I pray for their family. If it's a man, I pray, I pray for his wife. If it's a wife, I pray for the husband and the children and the uncles. And <laughs> because we just don't know, man. We're leaving nobody out here. We're not. We're in a season, in a time that we can't leave nobody out. I don't care what they've been, where they, what they're doing, what they look like, whether they're rich, whether they're poor, you know, whether they're black, white, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, 
I, I believe that this me. I'm gonna give it to somebody else because I've been told I talk too much sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> 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 but I just believe that we 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 have to um, just pray more, man, for everything that's going on around it. We don't know what 2023 is gonna bring, but you, we know who holds who is in control of 2023. <laughs> you yep. know, we know who got 23, no matter what comes, come what may. <laughs> you know, right. We're going to trust and we're going to serve the Lord. Come what That's may. Right. That's right. You know, come what may. Somebody come take this mic, man. I'm going to preach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, what you said is absolutely correct. Now, if you want to say something, I saw hands up. Did you see, have your hand up? Who's there? Robert. Robert. I thought he had his hand up. No, unless no, I don't. I don't think I did. I may have. So. Okay. It's just um, like Ray said, because the, the gentleman uh, Stephen Boss, um, when I heard about it the other day, uh, I was in the kid. I kept seeing images on um, on my timeline, but I didn't think about who it was or recognize who it was at first. And then when I found out who it was, the initial thought for me was to be thankful. Um, I don't know what he went through and what he was going through, but I was thankful that the things that I've gone through and had to endure, the enemy was not able to talk me into doing something that permanent. And it just, you know, I pray for his family, but it's it's sad that um, people have to endure certain things and then their family is left behind to try to deal with it. So um, I'm hoping, I, I don't know anyone personally, but actually I do. I'm hoping that um, in 2023, Ray and Maggie, we can have more people more guests who are in the field of um, mental health, mental health um, specifically dealing with you know suicide prevention and things like that, and and not only that, but even to maybe give us some pointers on how to um, pick up on some things. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we're not always going to be able to see um, see those the signs, signs but. You know, if we know what they are, we may be more apt to ask a person if they're okay and not just settle for a surface answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I like that, Robert. That's that uh, deep question. When you go, you have to look them at the, the, the old people used to say, you have to look them right dead in the eye and say, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna do a Facebook live on it next week. I'm not sure, but like I was, um, it's just something so simple as, um, <laughs> so there's a, there's a, I don't even know if it's considered a Christmas carol, or a Christmas carol, but it's a song by Louis Armstrong called "What a Wonderful World." I love that song, and I never really cared for it because. I guess because of his voice, right? Okay, you love it, man. So I didn't but, say anything. No, you didn't say anything, but your camera is on. 
But um, this was interesting to me. I listened to a version a couple weeks ago by, because I've been listening to Christmas music and Christmas carols ever since Thanksgiving. But Lettucey does a cover of the song, What a Wonderful World. And for the first time I heard something, I guess because I've been teaching on the fruit of the spirit for so long, but then she says, there'll be friends that will shake your hand and say, how do you do? Mm -hmm. And what they're really saying is, I love you. Mm -hmm. right? He said the same thing. I'm sure he did. It's just I never listened to him because I didn't like his voice. Okay. But when Lettucey said it, I heard it. But the, the point was, is like kindness. That's the fruit of the spirit because exactly, you are telling somebody you love them when you say, how are you doing? And wait to get an answer from them instead of um, just using it as a, like a, a substitute for good morning or good afternoon. It's like, how you doing? And you keep going without stopping to get an answer from them. And so I don't want to get on a tangent, but yeah, I think um, I I know I'm going to be more consistent um, with asking how a person is doing and waiting to get an answer. But yeah, if we could maybe get some more um, counselors that could help us too. Oh yeah, yeah. We always got Maggie, but I know. A Quite a few other people too. I'm sure Megan needs some people too that can come. Yeah, on I actually know a couple of people that work with yeah. places that can come on and kind of give us, yeah, some additional yeah. pointers, right. especially when it comes down to the children. Because I almost said children, <laughs> especially when it comes down to the children, because um, parents don't know how to identify that their child is struggling with certain things. Right. So yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Anyone else? Anybody else want to say anything? Because we're about to log off. Okay. All right. Well, I put the suicide hotline in the chat. Yeah. And the text information in case someone needs it. If they listen to this and they need it. Right. Go ahead and say that, Meg, because we're gonna. I'm gonna turn oh, okay. it over to to radio broadcast also. So. If you are struggling in an area and you've, you know, I'm just going to come out and say it, um, contemplating suicide, there is a suicide prevention hotline number. It's 1-800-333-2377. Again, the number is 1-800-333-2377. Or you can text the number 741-741. You can text the number 741 741- Seven four one. There is help, and we are praying for you. Amen. Thank you. I'm also going to say before I give anybody, I said, um, I'm asking everybody out there that are listening, whoever are just just share this video, and not so that we can get the notoriety with it, but and what I'm asking you to do is to reach out and, and and just do a wellness check on people that you know that you haven't heard from in a while and stuff like this. Still, well, just say, hey, I just want to just call in or. Even if it's a text, whatever, hey, I'm checking on you, whatever, just do a wellness check because what's going on right now, I believe that that uh, people are suffering in silence, you know, 
and uh, and um, we're on the front lines. We're on the front line as believers because we know who the deliverer are. So we have a responsibility to um, to go forth, man, and speak life. You know, speak life, man. You know, speak life. Speak okay? life. That's it. All right. Anybody else? And I'm, I'm, you can also contact me, um, Pastor Counselor Maggie Wilson on Facebook or my website, um, www.maggietwilson.org. Yeah, reach out to somebody. Anybody else? Come on. Got a couple <laughs> minutes. Everybody's good? Yep. Hope. Robert, Renee. Hope is having a party. She looking good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Okay. Okay, make Back it short because it's tight. No, I'm just kidding. Back to the violence. I don't understand. And I know. really, I really need to hear more than unless you've been in it, you don't know. Explain to me. Explain to me. Help me to understand. What is it? What is what? What are you trying to understand? It, Why someone would stay in something like that? Yes. If if you have help to get you out, why do you stay? Because or help don't always look like help. Mic drop. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> we're gonna dig into it a little deeper. Seriously, okay. we're gonna dig into it a little deeper because yeah, you're not the only one that feel that way, and I no, think it's not. something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. All jokes aside, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and not judging, just want to know why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unless you've been there. I was a teen. I was pregnant at sixteen. I can say the same thing. Unless you've been there, you don't know. But I can explain why. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, um, Megan, what's the gentleman's name? He showed his face for the bed. I want to make a good um, Chris, would you like to say goodnight? What did he say? Would you like to say goodnight? My name? No, I was saying, Chris, would you like to say goodnight? Oh. Or would you like to introduce yourself and say goodnight to us? I really enjoyed my time with you guys. I look forward to attending one today. Good night. Okay. All right. Okay. You were very low. So, did everybody hear him? I, I heard him. You good. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Renee, any closing? Anything in closing? No, I don't. I don't have any. Um, okay. Sorry. No, I don't, I don't have any any closing remarks. I've enjoyed tonight's. Uh, I've okay. enjoyed tonight's broadcast. Okay. All right, cool, cool beans. All right, let's go ahead and close out in prayer. I'm going to close out in prayer. <laughs> I'm going to close out in prayer because I just got a finger. <laughs> I just said, go ahead. <laughs> like, gotcha. You got it, bro. If All you right. want me to, I will. I don't have no, a problem with no, it. I got it. I got okay. It. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> so, Father God, we thank you for this this day, this day that you have made, a brand new day that we have never ever seen before. A day, God, that we are above ground. A day that we can say thank you and glorify you and magnify your name, God. A day, God, that all all things have worked in our favor. So, God. We come before you today. Just want to say, give you this broadcast. We thank you for every host, even the, the guests that was on today, God, for those that are listening to uh, this different social media um, platform, God. You 
know everything that there is to know about that. You know their private prayers that they don't want us to know about God. You know their struggles, their storms, God. You know their testimonies, their joys, and their tears. So, Father, we pray today that you will come and meet them, God. Come and do something miraculous in their life that will change their life, God. They will go forth and speak the oracles of life and not death, God. That they will go and help someone else, God. We pray for those that are struggling through different emotions, whether it be depression, and whether it be suicide, whatever demonic force they may be they may be experienced, God, that you would bring them comfort, show them you, Lord Jesus, show them your love, Lord Jesus. We pray for these few people that's on this broadcast, every single one of the hosts, God, for everything that you got, that you're doing in life. We pray for miracles and blessings upon blessings to come into their life this moment, even to the beginning of the new year. Every prayer that they pray should be answered, God. We're praying for breakthrough prayer, God. We're praying for greatness. We're praying that you will order their steps, Lord Jesus, not just them, but the family that they're surrounded with also, God. We're praying today, God, for every pastor, every apostle, every bishop, every prophet, God, every teacher, every elder, for every church, God, that a great revival may take place, God, a great awakening may take place, God. We pray for those that have lost loved one, Lord God, just recently, God. We pray, God, that you would send ministering angels to minister to them, to, to bring comfort in the midst of their storm, God. We know that there is nothing too hard for you to do, God. We give this broadcast to you, God. We get this Zoom to you because this is all about you, Lord Jesus. You get all the glory, God. You set the atmosphere, God. We are praying, Lord Jesus, that you would just have your way, God. We're waiting for a miracle to take place within the lives of the men of God. We're waiting for a great awakening to take place in the lives of the men of God. We're waiting for the church to wake out out of the slumber, Lord Jesus, and begin to declare the wondrous works of you, God. Begin to declare, Lord Jesus, that even you are coming back one day. And we say, come, Lord Jesus. We say, come, Lord Jesus. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen and amen. So y'all be blessed. Amen. Thank you for listening, everyone. Let me go ahead and sign out on Facebook real quick. Uh, stop live streaming. Thank y'all. Y'all be blessed, Facebook. We'll see you next time around, okay? God bless you. <laughs> I think I did that right, right? Yeah, you still recording here. You Did you want to still record here? No, I did not. So stop recording here. Uh, oh, stop recording. It's right there, right? Really? Happy holidays, everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.